So we're all coming to a standing position and look down at your feet. Stand with your feet hip-width distance apart to begin and take a moment to lift and spread your toes to the best of your ability. Try to see the mat between each and every toe and then place your toes back down like you're gripping the earth with your feet. And then root down through the knuckles of your feet, especially the base of your big toe and the base of your little toes. And then just shift your weight from side to side. First starting a pretty wide shift and then starting to make your shift more narrow until you are balanced on two feet. Even weight left and right. And now close your eyes as you lift your chest. Lift your shoulders up towards your ears to lengthen the sides of your body. So try to lift into your armpits to increase the distance between your hips and your armpits, lengthening your side ribs. And then loop your shoulder blades actively onto your back. So contract the muscles behind your heart, <coughs> broaden your collarbones, and now lengthen your shoulder blades down the back side of your chest by reaching your fingertips towards the floor. Now if you're like me, you've lost a uh, grip on your abdomen. So bring your lower ribs towards the middle line. So Knit your low ribs together and then draw that central point of the upper abdomen towards the back body. So these actions in tandem cause the lower spine to lengthen as the tailbone reaches towards the floor. Tilt your chin parallel to the earth. Draw the sides of your neck gently back as you lengthen the back side of your neck as you lift along the back side of your skull lengthening your crown skyward as you continue to send energy down your legs, grounding. And now with this Tadasana, this mountain posture, close your, keep your eyes closed and soften the expression on your face. If you are not already, begin to breathe in and out through your nostrils. And if you are not already, begin Ujjayi Pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. As you take these slow, measured breaths, try to fill your lungs with each inhale from bottom, middle to top, sipping in any additional air at the top of your breath, increasing your lung capacity. And then with each exhalation, empty your lungs from top, middle to bottom. Similarly, at the end of your exhale, push out any additional air that might be stagnating in the lungs, emptying more completely each time. your body at this time, notice any incongruencies in your breath, maybe one lung is filling more readily than the other, maybe one nostril has a clearer passage than the other, 
Notice if there are any areas of soreness. So our first, um, our first thing we're doing today is just paying attention. Check in with your body. Exhale your breath completely, pressing out any stale air at the bottom of your lungs, emptying yourself. And then with your next inhale, sweep your arms overhead, reach along the side ridge through your fingertips. And then exhale, <coughs> flap your arms back to the sides of your body. You can keep your eyes closed or open. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead. And exhale, arms back to your sides. Inhale, rise. And exhale, arms down. Look, we brought out the sun. Inhale, sweep the arms up. And with your next exhale, fold slowly forward. Bend the knees to touch the earth in front of you. Inhale, bring your palms to your shins, lengthen your spine forward, lift up halfway, and exhale, fold once again. Inhale, slowly rise with the breath all the way back to standing, arms overhead. And exhale, arms back to your sides. Inhale, reach up, arms overhead, grow tall. And exhale, slowly fold, dive forward. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend the spine long. Exhale as you fold. Once again, rise with a long breath, arms sweeping overhead. And another exhale brings the arms to your sides. Again, inhale, rise. Exhale, flow, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. And this time, as you fold with the exhale, bend your knees, plant your torso on your thighs, and allow your upper body to hang forward, possibly grabbing forearms or biceps. That's already pretty cool in here. <coughs> you can shake your head, yes and no. You can sway your arms from side to side. Whatever movement is going to help your spine release Get longer towards the earth. Shift weight forward in your feet. And be grateful for the strength of your legs here, allowing this opportunity for the spine to release completely. And now fingertips back to the floor. Keep your fingertips on the earth and just straighten your legs any amount. And then keep one leg bent, straighten the opposite leg any amount, sending that hip a little higher into the air. And then shift to the other side. Bend the knee that was straight, straighten the knee that was bent. And as one leg straightens, you can kind of shift the hips from side to side. And you'll feel this in the hamstrings and in the outer hip, maybe in the lower spine. You can do this quickly or slowly, spending 
more time on one side that feels like it needs more attention. And then again, release forward. With your next inhale, bring your palms to your shins, extend your spine long. Exhale to fold. Inhale to rise with the breath, arms overhead. And exhale, arms to your sides. Okay, you can bring your hands to your hips. Step your left foot on the floor, again, spreading the toes, creating a wide base, and we'll do a little bit of balance here. Shift weights to the left foot as you bring your right heel to well cover in front of you. So with your hands on your hips, keep your hips and chest pointing straight ahead. And find a place to focus your gaze, soft eyes, soft facial features. And then bend the knee, thigh parallel to the floor, and let's start to make big circles in one direction with the toes. Maybe creating some uh, popping in the ankle. Okay, big, big circles as you can make them, and then in the other direction. And once you feel even, we're going to make big circles with the heel. And now the other direction. Keep your gaze steady. And now with the knee, big circles with the knee. Draw the knee to the left, draw the knee out to the right, down, up. Try to make your circles as big as you can. And then in the other direction. And let the right foot go back to the earth. Okay, you can check out your left leg. Good job, left leg, keeping us out there. And right foot grips the earth. Shift weight to the right foot as you bring the left heel to a hover. So extend along the back of your left leg as you push through the heel, and then pull your toes back towards your body. So the top of your leg contracts as the back of the leg extends. Again, find your balance here. Square your hips and chest forward. And now bend the knee, thigh parallel to the floor, big circles in one direction with the toes, working into the left ankle. And you always can use this second side to compare. Maybe your range of motion is a little different. And then left, uh, left toes make circles in the other direction. And now with the heel, the whole foot makes a big circle. Like you're stirring a big pot with your foot. <laughs> Not very sanitary. <laughs> And then in the other direction. You can pretend you're making wine. <laughs> and now with the knee. And if you're like me, there might be some bigger popping or some cramping happening at this point. If so, just pause, let it pass. And then in the other direction. Okay, and then let 
the left foot return to the earth. Okay, find a strap. We're gonna do our world famous shoulder rolls. <laughs> do you wanna heal? I can't do this. Okay, once you have your strap, take your hands shoulder width distance apart, then sweep the strap overhead. And as you pull the strap down behind your back, slowly start to pull your hands apart until you can bring the strap down. Move with your breath. Inhale brings the strap up. And exhale, you can either bring it straight back behind you or down in front of you. So again, move with your breath, but allow your uh, actual movements to reflect your experience today. So if you're feeling tightness or tenderness in one particular spot, can we pause in that area and try to breathe through some of that tension? Maybe allow it to release. If one shoulder is needing more attention than the other, then straighten the opposite elbow and extend the arm of that shoulder. I love this sequence because it feels different every time I do it. <laughs> Some days it feels almost easy, and then other days I wonder what I've been doing with my body to make it hurt so badly. Okay, so let the strap uh, move this off to the side, and then interlace your fingers behind your back. Again, roll your shoulders back. Tone your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest by tightening those muscles. Expand your chest and slowly begin to straighten your arms. Knuckles towards the floor. And then begin to look up. Curl the back of your heart towards the ceiling. Root through your heels. Lengthen through your tailbone. And then take your left eye to look at your right shoulder. With an inhale, look back up, making an arc with your gaze across the ceiling, and then land your gaze on your left shoulder, leading with the right eye. Inhale up, and then exhale, look down to the left shoulder, and then continue with your breath, inhaling to look up, and exhale, lead your gaze to the opposite side, shoulders rolling back, shoulder blades drawing down. Again, as with the shoulder rolls, you can hold in any spot that feels like it needs a little additional coaxing to let go. If you can, soften the edges of your mouth and relax your jaw. And switch the interlace of your fingers, bringing the opposite thumb in front. For some semblance of evenness. back to center, release the clasp, and if you feel ready to do so, take the base of your big toes and inner heels to touch. Otherwise, you can keep the feet hip and distance apart. Bring the right hand to the right hip, left arm by your left ear. Look forward, ground through your heels, and as you exhale, start to lean the upper body to the right. 
Press the hips down with the right hand, and then lift the waistline out of the hips, lengthening your spine. Look up beyond your left, uh, left tricep muscles. Ground through your left heel, reach through your fingertips, try to soften your jaw. And if you'd like, you can start to slide the right arm down the outside of the right leg, moving deeper into the crescent shape. If you need the support for your low back, you can simply keep the hand on the hip. Breathe into your right side, between your ribs, and as you exhale, extend. With an inhale, return to center. Left hand comes to the hip, right arm along the right ear, look ahead. Ground through the heels, reach along the right side body, and as you exhale, lean to the left. Push your hips out to the right, push your hips down, lift out of your waistline. If you'd like, turn your gaze up beyond your right tricep muscles, soften the edges of your mouth, relax your jaw. Again, breathe steadily. If you'd like, take the left arm down the outside of the left leg, moving deeper into the crescent shape. If your chest is turning down towards the floor, gently bring your left shoulder forward and your right hip forward. Consciously breathe space between the right ribs as you inhale, and then as you exhale, ground through the heel, reach through the fingertips, lengthen the right side. And then inhale to return to center, exhale, release the arm down, and we'll do our awkward chair sequence. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. <laughs> I guess it's better not to know it's coming. Exhale, fold forward. <laughs> Inhale, palms come to shins. Exhale, walk your fingertips behind your heels and sit down into your fierce chair. Tuck your chin to your chest, pull your forehead towards your knees. Keep your ankles and knees squeezing gently together. Round your spine. So bring distance between the back sides of each vertebra. Belly button towards the spine, chin to the chest, forehead towards or someday to the knees. Five, four, three, two, and one. Begin to lift the hips, walk your fingertips forward, fold forward, exhale here, shifting weight to the knuckles of the toes. With an inhale, bring your palms to your shins, expand your chin and chest forward. Exhale, fold once more. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Reach to the sky, and exhale. This time, bring palms together in front of your heart. Inhale, rise up, and exhale, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway, and exhale once more. Walk the fingertips behind your heels. Take a seat in your chair, round your spine. So encourage your tailbone to tuck towards your heels. Look forward, reach your arms forward. Pull your shoulders back as though you're plugging your arms into your shoulder sockets. Keep your hips low, ankles and knees towards one another, belly button towards the spine. Five, four, three, two, one. Hips go high, head releases forward, hands to the floor, fold, exhale here. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. Exhale as you fold. Inhale as you rise, arms sweep overhead. 
and exhale, palms together at heart center. Last piece of the puzzle. Inhale, sweep up. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale as you rise, halfway lift. Exhale, walk the fingers behind the heels, sit down into your imaginary chair, tuck your chin, tuck your tailbone, round your spine, look forward, arms forward, plug your arms into their sockets, keep the belly, belly hollowed out as you curl your chin and chest towards the sky, try to pull your biceps back behind your ears as your arms stay plugged in. Ankles and knees, squeeze gently, sit deep for five, four, three, two, and one, fold. Head heavy, exhale here, inhale, palms come to your shins as you extend, exhale as you fold, inhale to rise, and exhale, palms come to heart center. Okay, hands can come to the hips, step into the left foot again, wide base, grip the floor, turn your right toes out to the right, right knee out to the right, keeping your hips and chest squared forward for tree pose. You can either place the, the uh, right foot at the inside of the ankle or thigh, or you can keep the toes pointed and come to a half lotus with the right foot. So that would mean turning the sole of the right foot towards the ceiling, taking the right foot in the left hand, and then turning the right knee towards the floor. If that's not available, you can do the, the other version of tree pose. So eventually, palms can come together at heart center. If that causes the foot to slip down, then keep grip on the foot. Keep a steady gaze if you'd like. You can raise your arms overhead. So you do your tree. Lots of, lots of different trees out there. Notice the, um, all the little micro movements that your left foot is um, making, doing, adjustment, adjusting to keep you balanced here. And you don't have to have conscious control over them, those movements. Lift through the heart, lengthen through your tailbone, broaden across your chest. And as you're ready, release right foot to the floor, and we'll do second. <coughs> Step into the right foot, spread the toes, and then turn the left knee, left toes out to the left, keeping the hips and chest squared forward. <clears throat> Using the hand on the ankle, you can either place the foot to the inside of the right leg, or point the toes, grab the outside of the left foot with the right hand, place the outside of the foot high up on the right hip, or high up on the front of the right thigh, towards the hip, and then turn the left knee down towards the floor. And then when you're ready, hands can come to heart center. If you have the half lotus leg and your foot slips when you let go of it, then, then keep hold of the foot instead. Ground down to the right leg. Roll the shoulders back. Find a point to focus your gaze and then create soft eyes. Soften the features of your face. And then again, notice what is happening in your body. Are you using all of your 
attention just to balance. So you can start to feel what's going on in the right hip. And as you're ready, let that go. One more time, bring the feet together, sweep your arms overhead, look up as you reach up, and exhale, fold all the way forward. Rise halfway as you inhale, and then exhale, step back into a tabletop position. I can't go a class without doing some cat and cow poses, so let's do that now. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze, lift skyward. And then as you exhale, round your spine. Chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. And continue with your breath. Cow pose, be more of a back bend. Cat pose, reflecting more of the shape of the spine in our forward folded positions. So notice this is a little bit uh, later in the sequence than um, I often put cat-cow. So notice what is going on. And maybe it's just what's going on today in your body, but maybe it also is a reflection of the work we've already done in the practice. And can you move in such a way that reflects the experience of your body at this time? Again, you might hold the position, one shape or the other, for multiple breaths. You might dip the chest down to get more emphasis in the upper back. You might shift the hips from side to side. Move in such a way that reflects the idea that you know your body best. And then come to a neutral spine, tabletop. Draw your lower ribs in and back. Again, shoulders out of the ears, shoulder blades uh, extending down the back side of the chest towards the hips. Reach your right leg straight up and back so that knees and toes point straight down. Left arm extends forward. Again, balancing here, finding a steady, soft gaze. And then point your right toes, bend your right knee, reach back for the inside of the foot or ankle with the left hand. If you can grip that foot, then begin to kick the foot into the hand, allowing the left shoulder to roll back. So instead of pushing the shoulder back, just release the shoulder as much as you can to the pressure of the foot into the hand. Lift the right thigh away from the floor. And even here, keep some semblance of tone in the core. So lower ribs, even here, uh, tone in and back. And then as you're ready, release the knee, release the hand. And we'll move on to the second side. Left leg extends back. Knee and toes pointing down. Right arm extends forward. Gaze is just slightly forward and down, so the back of the neck stays long here. And as you're ready, point the toes, bend the knee, reach back with the right hand for the inside of the foot or ankle. If you can get a grip on the foot, begin to kick the foot into the hand so the left thigh lifts away from the floor, the right shoulder 
sinks onto the back of your chest. So again, try this idea of releasing the shoulder. Can you get deeper by letting go? Slowly rising the thigh away from the floor. And then as you're ready, let go. Walk the knees back and then a little bit further than hip width distance apart. Take the edges of your mat in your hands. Walk your hands forward and then push your butt up and back as though you're going to create a big, wide butt print on the wall behind you. So this is, this is my um, exaggerated version of puppy dog pose. So push the mat forward. So you have a good grip on your mat. Push the mat forward as you push your hips back and then allow your heart to fall to the earth. So you really might feel this in the low back, that, that um, expansion of the pelvis, a movement we often refer to as blossoming the butt, and then really this uh, contraction of the shoulder blades at the back of the heart. So shoulder blades are moving towards one another, moving out of the ears as the heart is sinking down and forward. Maybe your chin someday comes to the floor, maybe someday or some days your sternum touches the earth here. Again, we're still early on in the practice. And then shift forward to lie on your belly. Head on the mat, arms at your sides. Allow your shoulders to just fall forward for a moment. Notice the release of the upper back here. And then let the left leg release as you, uh, as you um, <laughs> tone the right leg. So point through the right toes. Lengthen along the top side of the leg as you reach through the toes. And then begin to lift the right leg off of the floor. So first foot, then knee, then lower thigh, middle thigh. Begin to lift away from the floor. Keep the front of the right hip pressing into the earth. Lengthen and lift. And then release the right leg completely. Heel can widen out to the right. And then left leg's turn. Point through the toes. Extend along the top of the foot. And then slowly foot, knee, thigh, lift away from the floor. Point and lift. Keeping the top of the foot and the top of the knee pointing straight down. So both hips remain on the floor. Extend and lengthen. Lengthen and lift. And then release the left leg. Okay. All, uh, all ten toes point back. Squeeze the inner feet, inner legs together. Maybe the base of the big toes, maybe even the inner heels touch. Uh, push the tops of the feet down so the kneecaps already are beginning to lift away from the floor before we begin to lift the feet. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Point your elbows towards the ceiling as you curl your shoulder blades onto the back of your heart. And then draw your shoulder blades out of your ears. And then in one slow movement, begin to straighten your elbows, curl your chin and chest away from the floor, point your toes and begin to lift your chest, lift your legs. And make the lift gradual. 
Roll your shoulders onto your back. Turn your inner elbows out to the sides of the room. Squeeze your legs. Lift your lower thighs. Curl the sides of your neck back. Lift to your highest height. And then exhale, let it go. Left cheek turns to the floor. Shoulders roll forward. Big toes touch. Heels wind apart. Allow your head to be heavy, your neck to be soft, your upper back broad. With each exhale, try to soften something, release something. Surrender to the support of the earth beneath you. And one more time, chin on the floor, interlace your fingers with the opposite thumb in front. If you can figure that out, I never can. Point your toes back, squeeze your legs together, lift your kneecaps up, elbows up, elbows in, shoulder blades hug the back of the heart, and then in one slow movement, feet lift, knuckles reach back, shoulders roll back, heart opens forward. Use the strength of the back body to lift the legs, lift the chest. Curl up. Sides of the neck back. Maybe start to take your gaze across the room, up the wall. Soften your cheeks, relax your jaw, lift, and then exhale, let it go. Shoulders roll forward, right cheek to the floor, big toes touch, heels wide apart. Counter the previous pose with the release of this pose. Let your neck be soft. Let each exhale be a surrender. And then chin on the floor, touch your toes. Bring your wrists, uh, bring your hands along the sides of your ribs, and then send your hips all the way back to your heels for a brief child's pose. Extend the arms forward, release the head down, round the low back, and then push your hips up and back into downward facing dog. And immediately you might begin to walk your dog by bending one knee and reaching the opposite heel towards the floor, lengthening along the back of that straight leg, releasing the heel towards the earth, and then switching sides. Push the earth down and forward with your hands, rooting through the knuckles of your fingers. So it's going to be uh, imperative that you Pay attention to the base of your index finger and the base of your thumb rooting down as the weight will tend to roll towards the outside of the hands. So continue to walk your dog quickly or slowly until you feel even along the backs of the legs. And as you're ready, bring your dog to stillness. Push the hands down and forward. Push the hips up and back. So in between the spine grows long. Head is heavy, neck is long, 
And as you inhale next, lift your right leg straight up and back. Look forward and lunge the right foot forward between your hands. So create a long stride, lift up onto fingertips on either side of the front foot, and then allow the hips to be heavy, down and forward till right thigh is parallel to the floor. Lift through your back inner thigh. Roll the shoulders out of the ears. Reach your heart forward. Soft face. Extend from your pelvis out through both legs. And then feel your feet on the floor and pull them towards the center of your mat. So this, um, this contrast of extension and contraction. And now left knee falls to the floor. Exhale as you send your hips back, round your spine forward. Tuck your chin to your chest, right toes. Reach towards the ceiling, possibly walking your hands back. And then as you inhale, shift the hips down and forward. Draw the chest through, curl the heart and the gaze skyward as you inhale. And then you can move through these two shapes with your breath. Quickly, if you want to just exhale back and inhale forward, or slowly if you want to take a full breath in each shape as you arrive. And again, using the breath similarly as we did in the cat and cow sequence. So an exhale rounds the spine draws the belly button in towards the spine to empty the body, open the backside. And the inhale draws us forward, draws the shoulders back, brings a little bit of a back bend to the upper back. back and forward. And then once you've done that, return to downward facing dog. I don't know when to break the news to you guys. I'll break it to you soon. Inhale, left leg lifts straight up and back. Push-ups. Exhale, forward. It's about push-ups. It's that we're not doing them today. What? I know, I'm sorry. It's, it's going to recite some right. homework. It's really okay. <laughs> Down and forward, left thigh parallel to the floor. Lift through your right inner thigh, chest forward, chin forward. Extend from the pelvis out through your legs. So first think about this extension, making the distance between your feet longer. And then feeling your feet on the floor and pulling them towards center. So these two ideas contrasting ideas happening simultaneously, a pulse. And then right knee falls to the earth. Exhale as your hips go back, lengthening the back of the right leg, round your spine, belly button towards the back body, forehead towards the leg. And then with an inhale, hips and chest move forward, heart curls skyward, and then again, move with your breath in whatever way feels appropriate, whether, whatever way feels nourishing.
And one more visit uh, to the rounded spine. And one more visit to the open heart. And make your way back to downward facing dog. Press your hands down and forward. Lift your hips up and back. Look to the top of your mat. Shift your shoulders forward. Lift through the sides of your waistline. Up onto your toes. And at the end of an exhale, land your feet silently at the top of your mat. Inner feet together. Fold forward. Hips high. Head low. Inhale. Palms to shins. Extend your spine. Exhale as you fold. Inhale to rise, sweep arms overhead, reach up, look up, and then exhale, hands through heart center and arms down to your sides. Okay, turn to face the uh, French doors, <coughs> and we're going to start with a wide-legged stance. So, take your feet wide apart, as wide as is uh, comfortable or sustainable. Outer edges of the feet, first parallel to the outside edges of your mat. And then turn your toes in just slightly. I find that gives a little better grip. And if you'd like, you can line up your heels with the back side of your mat. Then you will know exactly where your heels are. Lift into your kneecaps. Tone your quadriceps. Shoulders legs on the back, hands on the hips. Turn your gaze and heart to the sky. And then exhale, hinge at the hips, bring your, uh, bring your, uh, what's it called, your torso parallel with the floor, and then place your palms underneath your shoulders. I'll come around and make a block handy for people. <laughs> oh, okay. Would you like a block? Yeah, please. Oh, I even have this one. Okay. And now begin to fold all the way forward, walking your hands back. So keep your hands shoulder-width distance apart. Keep your fingertips pointing in the same direction as your toes. And then press your thigh bones back. Lift your kneecaps up. Cascade the uh, momentum of your upper body forward. And then... Find that prop or props to bring your uh, head to grounding. So uh, it could be a block, it could be a couple blocks. If you're close to the floor already, what you might do is just bend the knees gently, make that connection between your head and the surface, and then press down through the crown of your head, begin to straighten your legs once again. So don't throw the knees back to lock them out, but as you straighten the legs, engage the quads, lift the kneecaps. See about shifting weight forward in the feet as once again the back side of your pelvis expands. Again, this idea of blossoming the butt and extend down through the crown of your head. So we're going to do um, a little headstand, a little headstanding later. So think about this as a headstand preparatory pose. So press down into the crown of your head to lengthen your spine. So your head is not taking the brunt of the, um, the weight here, but you're using the head, 
the grounding of the head to encourage length along the back of the neck, to encourage length of the spine all the way up to the hips. And now lift to halfway, hands underneath your shoulders, straighten your arms. And then let's just walk the upper body to the right. Take the left hand to the outside of the right shin or ankle, and then start to shift the left ribs towards the right thigh. Press the left thigh back in space, lift the kneecap up. Again, this idea of blossoming the butt as the outside of the right leg feels some, feels some love here. And then we'll switch over to the other side. Walk through center. Grab the outs. The left hand can be on the floor, somewhere in front of the leg. And the right hand is going to grab the outside of the ankle or shin. And use the grip of the arm, the hand on the leg, to pull the right ribs towards the left leg. And then again, uh, don't forget about the right leg. Keep lifting into the right kneecap. Press the right thigh bone back as you try to move the chest uh, again <laughs> in the direction of the left leg. And again, take note. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling it? And then back through center. Wrists below the shoulders, hands to the hips, elbows to the sky, lift from center, and then heel toe your feet back together. Next, we're just going to do a sequence of triangle to half moon, or triangle to side angle to half moon pose. So it's going to be uh, three in a row. If you have a wall close to your mat on the right side, then move towards the left side of your mat and move your mat away from that wall. So I don't want you to frustratingly hit the wall. Have a, a block handy on the right side of your mat. Step your feet together, hands together in front of your heart, and as you're ready, hop or step your feet wide apart. So outside edges of the feet parallel to the outside edges of the mat. Wrists generally directly above the ankles. And then turn your right toes out to the right 90 degrees. Keep your chest and hips squared towards the wall that you're facing. Lift into your right kneecap. And then as you exhale, bring the right hand straight down to grab the ankle or to land on the floor or the block at the outside of your right shin. Okay. Pull your right hip away from your right armpit. So you want your right side body to be long, not to be, um, not to be folded. Draw your right ribs towards the wall that your chest is facing. Spin your top ribs towards the wall that your back is facing. Simultaneously, extend down through your legs and push your feet into the floor, pull them towards one another. As your chest opens, your shoulders stack. If it's not too strenuous for the neck, the gaze can start to turn up beyond the left fingertips.
Inhale to lift back through center. Exhale to bend the right knee to a square. Right thigh parallel to the floor. Exhale, right hand comes to the floor of the block at the inside of the right foot, inside the right ankle. So put the block at the inside of the ankle, or if you are, if it's available, bring your fingertips all the way to the floor. Wind your right arm into your right knee as you pull your right ribs forward. Round your left ribs back. Open up the chest in the same way we just did in triangle pose, stacking the shoulders. Ground through the outside edge of the left foot. Sink deeply into the front knee till the knee is directly over the ankle. And then take the left hand to your left hip. Look down at your right foot. Step your back foot forward a foot and a half. And then take the hand, either with or without the block, about 12 to 18 inches to, uh, in front of your right foot and slightly off to the right. Okay, setting up for half moon. Press down through your right foot. Lift your left leg to the height of your hip. And then begin to stack your hips. Roll the outside of your left hip towards the wall at your back. Extend through both legs. Wrap your left ribs towards the wall that your back is facing. Round your right ribs towards the wall that your chest is facing. Again, stack the shoulders. If it's available, take your left arm to the sky, stacking the shoulders. And if it's available, eventually, you might start to look forward. You may even begin to take the gaze up beyond the left fingertips, just as you have them in triangle pose. Beautiful. Right hip pulls away from right armpit. Extend from center. Shine out. And then left hand to the hip. Step or lunge the left foot back once again. And then pull up through the left arm. Return to center. Okay, turn the right toes forward. And if you have a wall at your left, move away from that wall so you'll have space to move up into that um, half moon pose. Okay, take the block to the outside of your left shin and turn your left toes out. Okay, make sure you create a wide stance, chest square to the wall in front of you, hips square to the wall in front of you, lift into your kneecaps, sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders, shoulder blades down the back, reach through your fingertips and exhale, left hand to the shin, to the block or to the floor. Press down through the base of your left big toe. Lift into your left kneecap and pull your left hip away from your left armpit. Wrap your bottom ribs forward. Round your top ribs back. Stack your shoulders. Open up across the front of your pelvis. Reach down through the outside of your right foot to ground. Extend from your heart through your arms. Extend from your pelvis down through your legs and then draw in. Feet pull towards the center. Again, that pulsing. Turn your gaze towards the ceiling if it doesn't strain the neck to do so. Keep the head in line with the neck. And then be in your shape. Be in your triangle pose. Likely it's a shape you've taken many times before. How can you approach this experience with the beginner's mind? What is interesting to you on this day, in this shape, in this body? And with your next inhale, draw up through your right arm, return to center. 
Hands to hips, square the hips and chest once more. Look at the left knee as you bend the left knee deeply. Move the block to the inside of the ankle. Make sure you can see the big toe at the inside of the left knee. Sweep the arms to the height of your shoulders. And as you exhale, bring the hand to the block at the inside of the ankle or to the floor if you have the space. Again, open up your chest. Stack your shoulders. Press your left shoulder into your left leg. And then press your left leg into your left shoulder. Extend through the inseam of your thigh. Press your right thigh towards the wall behind you. Open up in this shape. Ground through the outside of your foot. Reach through the crown of your head. And then turn your gaze down. Right hand to the hip. Step your right foot forward a foot or two. And then bring the hand with or without the block 12 to 18 inches in front of your left foot. Okay, so 12 is more for a shorter torso, 18 is more for a longer torso. So the distance from your ankle to your hand is going to mimic the distance from your hip to your shoulder. Stack the hips, stack the shoulders. Reach through both feet. If you're ready, if your shoulders are stacked, right arm can start to reach skyward. And then expand from the pelvis, through the legs, from the heart, through the arms, through the crown of the head, through the tailbone. And then if you are ready, the gaze starts to turn up beyond the left, the right fingertips just as it did in triangle pose. Head in line with the spine, neck and extension of the upper back. And then as you're ready, hand can come back to the hip. Lunge the left foot back. Pull up with the right arm. And return to side. Okay. Shimmy your way out of there. <laughs> and then come back to downward facing dog. Again, hands down and forward. Hips up and back. Bend the knees any amount. Walk your dog if you'd like. And now come down onto forearms. Elbows as wide as the shoulders, no wider. You can interlace your fingers and keep a little bit of distance between the heels of your hands as though you're gripping a chicken egg. Press the forearms down and forward. Move the heart towards the thighs. Shoulders out of the ears. So shoulder blades squeeze onto the back and pull away from the earth. Tiptoe the feet any further forward without allowing the shoulders to come forward of the elbows. So shoulders over elbows, not beyond elbows. Press the hips up and back. Press the forearms down and forward. Shoulders on the back, shoulders out of your ears. And then walk your feet back and then release your knees down. So as I said, you can uh, take a brief child's pose. Heels to the hips. Arms in whatever shape you'd like at this moment. So we're gonna, as I said, we're going to set up for a headstand. And... Um, 
you know, we're all, we all have different experiences with these poses. So if you have uh, a practice of this posture, you don't have to follow with me through the demo. But uh, I'll do a thorough demo, so hopefully someone listening could follow along. So um, if you are not confident in your headstand, it is very practical to use a wall. So I'm going to butt my... Um, my mat up to the edge of a wall and I'm going to create that same shape with my body that we just did from downward facing dog. So I'm going to have my knuckles maybe six inches from the wall, my elbows directly below my shoulders, creating a triangle with my arms. Tuck my toes under, lift my hips up, shoulders out of the ears, tuck my chin to my chest and then land my head between my arms so that the, uh, the, the little space between my, um, the heels of my hands just cups the back of my head. So my head isn't in my hands, it's just between my wrists slightly. Press my head down, press my forearms down, start to walk my feet forward, not allowing my shoulders to go forward of my elbows. And then I'm going to lift one foot off the floor, use the foot, on the, uh, use the foot still on the floor to kick my hips to the wall. Both hips come to the wall, then both legs straighten. Squeeze my legs together. Continue to press my forearms and head down. Lift my shoulders out of my ears, and then eventually experiment with taking my feet away from the wall. Okay, and then to come down, bring hips back to the wall, bend the knees, bring one foot down, then the other. And then it's always good to take a brief uh, child pose after these inversions, so it's kind of a lesser uh, inversion to um, make sure you don't get lightheaded. Okay, so if you want to use a wall, find a wall. If you're already there, cool. <laughs> this is a good pose to hold. Um, if you uh, would like to use this, this space, um, it's a little better. Yeah, if, you, if you're comfortable there, you can do that too. I've never done it <laughs> okay, so um, you can use my mat then. Interlace your fingers and bring the knuckles maybe six inches from the wall. Elbows shoulder width distance apart, so a little narrower on it. Good. And then uh, press down through your forearms, tuck your toes under, lift your hips up. Yeah, good. And then release your shoulders a little bit so you can bring your head to the floor. So you brought your shoulders further apart. So you need to get, keep them close. I'll create a stronger base. Okay, can you get your head on the floor? Good. And then press down through the head. Press down through your forearms. Try to keep your shoulders back. Perfect. And then walk your feet in. And then when you're ready, bend one leg. Yeah. Okay, just kick. The wall's there. You sure? The door, yeah, it's there. It totally is there. <laughs> Yeah, this is not the right wall to use. <laughs> okay, it's there though. Okay. Beautiful. You're totally doing it. Squeeze your legs together, press your fore your head and forearms down. And then you can just start to bring one foot away if you want. You can stay right there. You're totally in a headstand. You guys look awesome. Yeah, some of us are um, using a blanket underneath the head, which uh, it can be helpful if you find the pressure of the head into the floor to be Oof. a little difficult. So if you haven't already, you can start to come down. If you're listening at home and you want to do a longer hold, then just 
pause the recording and when you're ready, come back to it. So everybody in this room, uh, make your way to child's pose briefly before you um, pop out of it. my stuff for? Oh, I, I just took it here. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so just let your body, um, your blood flow return to its more, um, <laughs> more familiar <laughs> positioning. Um, as I check my notes here, we're moving right along. And we're going to make our way to kneeling as you all are ready. If you'd like to bring your mats back to their original position in the room. So I noticed a pattern in the sequence today that I'd like to mimic kind of with the, our peak postures here. So the cat and cow and then um, the lunges with the rounded spine and open chest. Um, we're going to do camel and then rabbit pose to kind of keep that uh, back bend, rounded spine momentum going. So we'll do two camel and then two rabbit. So take your hands to your imaginary back pockets, um, unless you're practicing in jeans. Bring your knees hip width distance apart. Lengthen your tailbone down as you turn your gaze to the sky. So toes can be tucked under here, or if you have a couple of blocks handy, you might have a block at the outside of each angle. Many options for the hands in this pose. Shoulder blades on the back, so elbows point back and then squeeze towards one another. Try to tone the muscles at the back of your heart as you lift your chest. So take a moment here, utilize your breath to expand your chest with your inhale. And then as you exhale, start to take the gaze along the ceiling towards the back wall as you Open the heart skyward. Press the muscles of the bottom down towards the floor to lengthen your tailbone. And either choose to stay here, or if you're feeling ready, you can take one hand at a time to your heels. So thumbs are at the outsides of the ankles or heels. The rest of the fingers are at the insides. Press your hips forward. And I love to release my head back. That doesn't feel like a problem to me. So if you like to let your head go back in camel pose, feel free to. If you like to keep the head suspended, feel free to do that. Press your hips forward, lift your heart up, turn your inner elbows out to the sides of the room. And then as you're ready, bring your hands to your hips, bring your hips forward, bring your chest up. Really nice. And then take a seat on your heels for a moment. Close your eyes, neutralize your spine, chin parallel to the floor, shoulder blades release down the back. And then let's do that one more time. Come up onto your knees. 
If it was too much to go back the first time, then stay with your hands on your back. Tailbone releases down, shoulders roll back, elbows pull in. And then again, take a moment to just be with your breath in this shape. Notice how the inhale it gives you the opportunity to expand your chest, to shine your heart skyward. And then as you exhale, maybe gaze goes back, maybe head goes back, maybe hands one at a time come to the, the ankles or the heels with the toes tucked under or the feet flat or onto the blocks. Fingers to the inside of your heels, thumbs to the outsides so that the inner elbows can shine to either side of the room and the shoulder blades can lift the heart to the sky. <laughs> Press the shins and knees down, shift the hips forward, lengthen your tailbone, and then slowly hands to your hips, curl back to center, head comes up last, and then take your hips to your heels. Neutralize the spine, once again, just taking your palms to your thighs, shoulder blades down the back, chin parallel to the earth, soften your face, and then as you're ready, slowly start to walk the hands forward. Fold over the thighs, If you would like, bring the big toes to touch and you can widen the knees apart, making this a more wide-legged child's pose, as, as is my general preference in child's pose. have the legs apart, maybe bring the knees back together and then walk the upper body over to the right. So keep the hips releasing towards the heels, reach through the left fingertips, ground through the left hip. And then just like we did in our standing crescent moon, breathe along the left side. So as you inhale, find space between the ribs. As you exhale, pull the left hip back and down. Reach the left fingertips. Walk through center over to the left at an angle. As the upper body goes left, keep the hips tacking back and down especially that right hip. Forehead can release towards or to the floor. You can even use a prop or the left fist to um, give the head somewhere to rest. But then again, bring the awareness to the breath and bring the breath to the right side. Even if the shape of the posture comes to stillness, recognize that there is still a dynamic um, experience of the pose. 
The breath, the breath is always moving the posture. Walk the hands back through center. Come back to seated, and as promised, we'll do our rabbit pose. Okay, grip the uh, feet. So take. <laughs> I have like I have really funny proportions when it comes to this stuff. Like my arms are short and my torso is long, so I can barely grab my feet. But if uh, I think most people can grab their feet pretty easily. Thumbs to the outside of the heels, fingers to the inside, and then tuck your chin to your chest. And remember, we're going to create that rounded spine, just like in cat pose. So start to fold forward, bringing your forehead towards or to your knees. And now you can get an even better grip on your feet. So thumbs are at the outsides of the feet, fingers wrap around to the insides of the heels. Now press your forehead into your knees and begin to lift, lift, lift your hips. Pull your belly button away from your thighs. Try to hollow out here. Press down through the knees. And again, trying to create more space between the backside of each vertebra. And just like in that crossbow shape earlier, Allow the, uh, the strength of the grip on the feet to pull the shoulders out of the ears. So you're really opening up the backside of the chest as well. And then when you're ready, land the hips back to the heels, slowly come back up. And then again, take a, a seat in, with a neutral spine. Neutralizing the spine between rabbit, just as we did between camel. Shoulder blades down the back, chin parallel to the floor. And we just have one more. Grip the feet best you can in this shape. Tuck the chin to the chest. Begin to fold forward. Forehead onto or towards the knees. And once you have that, grip the, the heels even more strongly and begin to lift the hips up and forward as you round the spine. Release the shoulders um, away from the ears. Push the hips up, keep a good grip on the heels, belly button towards the spine. And then as you're ready, hips back to the heels. Slowly come back up, palms to the thighs. Neutralize the spine, and then swing your legs forward and come to lie on your back. Draw your knees gently in towards your chest, and then start to make big circles with your knees in one direction, massaging your low back into the earth. Pausing in any place that feels like it needs a little more massage because that pressure of the outer hips, especially into the floor, might feel really good. And then send the knees off in a big circle in the other direction. Circle might not even need to be that big, actually. 
And then draw the knees back into the chest briefly. And then place the feet back down. Cross the right leg over the left. And then press the left foot into the floor. Shift the hips an inch or two to the right. So you can cross your legs like this. Or you can take the eagle legs pose by wrapping the right foot behind the left ankle. For me, I like to have a block for this posture as I release the knees and you release your knees to the left. You might put a block underneath your knees or you can use a fist underneath the knees or if your body likes it, you can place your knees all the way to the floor. Soften your belly and then draw the right shoulder back towards the earth. You might encourage the right shoulder to go down by pressing the left elbow down, lifting the left shoulder up, and then rotating the right ribs, right shoulder back towards the floor. You might like to extend the right arm out to the right and look towards that palm. And draw your knees back through center, uncross your legs, re-square your hips to center, Cross your left leg over your right, and then either keep them crossed simply or wrap the left foot behind the right ankle. Shift the hips a few inches to the left before releasing your knees to the right. And then propping the knees up as, as um, necessary or as you would like to. And then right elbow can push down, right shoulder can lift up. Try to ground the back, the left ribs, back the left uh, shoulder towards the earth. Left arm can extend left. Gaze can go left. Winding down in the practice. So start to find the shape and then as much as you can just release into the shape. Not as much effort to um, just stay here as in, as in some of the more active standing postures. And once again, knees back to center, uncross your legs, re-square your hips. And once again, draw your knees into your chest, this time trying to flatten the low back against the earth as you wrap your arms around the fronts of your shins, grabbing wrists, forearms, elbows, whatever you can reach. And then lengthen the back of your neck along the floor by tilting your chin towards your chest. Squeeze your legs in, feet are relaxed. Try to flatten your back body against the earth. So more and more of your spine touches down. And then let that go. Make any final subtle movements you would like before finding your way into your final restive pose of Savasana. If you would like also, um, you can take uh, I have a couple bolsters if you'd like to take a reclined goddess pose. You can prop your upper back on the bolster and then bring your feet together, allow your knees to fall apart. I think that might feel nice today. So Lynn's setting that up if you want to try that, Robin. So just sit off the bolster and then lie back on it. You can also uh, have a little padding underneath your neck. Lynn, do you want any padding underneath the neck? Okay. 
Yeah, just like that. And then, Find your way to release. Instead of trying to make it happen all at once, you might visit all the different parts of your body. See what's going on with your feet. Let them know it's a good time to let go. Soften your toes. Relax your ankles. Check in with the legs. Give them the message to release. Tension in the thighs, the calves. Let that deflate. Allow the legs to be held by the earth. Let go of tension in the pelvis, the low back, the inner organs. Visit the hands, unfurl the fingers, shine open the palms, soften wrists, forearms, elbows, upper arms. Visit the shoulders. We carry so much with our shoulders. Let that burden be lifted. Let it go at this time. Soften the throat. Relax the back of your head. face be without expression. We express so much personality through our faces. So notice how the face is held even in this time of release and can you let it go? Let go of the set of your mouth. Let the area around your eyes be soft, forehead, broad. Soften, deflate the cheeks. begin to mimic the same release with the thoughts.
observe thought and say, not now. Observe the thoughts without following them, without engaging. And perhaps in doing this, thoughts may start to come more slowly, more clearly. begin to re-inhabit the body. Remove it into fingers and toes. If you'd like, rotate the wrists and ankles. Just moving first in one direction, making circles, and then in the other direction. You also might like to rock your head from side to side. Bend the knees. Extend one arm along one ear and roll onto that side, transitioning out of the practice. As you're ready, press your way into a comfortable seated position. Establish a tall spine, broaden your chest, settle into your hips, relax your legs. Bring your palms together in front of your heart. Settle your thumbs onto your sternum. 
We'll close practice with a single sound of Aum. Exhale your breath. Inhale together. Thank <laughs> you.